0: The Cheston the Podcast. 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 Podcast Good morning, good morning, good morning Yes, it is a Tuesday morning on May 23rd It is now like 7 o'clock Here on Central Standard Time here in Dallas, DFW But um, welcome to the Cheston Podcast I am Cheston, the host And we're going to go ahead and get into these hot topics. Before I do that, I hope everyone's doing good out there. I hope everyone had a great weekend out there. I'm just going to go ahead and get right into it. Well, I watched a few things, you know. I'm starting to do that on my weekends, you know, starting to check out things that were just released. So I I checked out a couple, you know, like uh, documentaries, I guess you could say, is what they were, um, on Netflix. Hold on, let me drink my coffee. You know, it's early. I need my coffee. I'm sorry. Hold on. But yeah, um, the first one I saw was um, I don't know if anybody's heard it out there. It's the it's called Queen Cleopatra. It's a documentary on Netflix. It's executive produced by Jada Pinkett Smith. Um, you probably seen it in the headlines. Like everybody, it's such an uproar because this documentary actually has a black uh, woman playing the lead, playing Cleopatra. You no know, Elizabeth Taylor. <laughs> I can't believe she played that role. I'm mad at Elizabeth for that. For real, for real. You know Cleopatra does not look like Elizabeth Taylor. (laughs) Elizabeth Taylor had purple eyes. Damn near purple eyes. Her eyes were so freaking beautiful. You know Cleopatra, girl. But um, it was good. Back to the documentary. It was good. It's called Queen Cleopatra. It's on Netflix. It's really good. You guys should check it out. There's so much I did not know. I never really got into Cleopatra like that never really paid attention to her and I think um one of the main reasons was is because every time I saw her she was rep- um, she was portrayed by a white woman so I never I don't know I it never it just it just it just wasn't believable when I would see the portrayals it's like okay they're in Egypt which is in Africa and she looks like Elizabeth Taylor is what you're telling me no um I feel like this documentary is very accurate um you know they did their research it's really really good you guys should check it out if like if you're into like history like that if you're into like Cleopatra and the Egyptians and all like stuff like that i was very much into it so i guess that's why i checked it out cuz i've always been obsessed with egypt and that whole civilization and all the things that they did you know before we had all the technology that we have and they were able to build like those big ass pyramids and just every you know just the this, you know everything that they did at that time before you know we became such a technology driven world um but it's really good like i said there were things i like i never knew before spoiler alert i mean if you're going to watch it you put, i mean i'm sure everybody knows cleopatra's story um except for me <laughs> i didn't know all of it you know like that but it was it was interesting. The documentary was really interesting. Like I said before, you guys should really check it out. Um, like I said before, like I keep repeating myself, but it's like I don't want to say what I found. Well, I don't know. It's like it's not a movie. It's like okay. So what blew my mind is I did not know Cleopatra had a baby with Julius Caesar. Did I know that? So her first son was half Roman and half Egyptian. And at that time, when she was ruling. And Ju- Julius was ruling. They were, like, the two biggest civilizations on the planet. Like, every, like they were the celebrities before celebrities, basically, were, were a thing, you know, or even thought of. Um, that was dope. And then she had the rest of her children with Mark Antony, who was, like, the general under Julius. Everybody knows the Julius Caesar story. Everybody. If you don't know, I don't know where you were at in school. Because, <laughs> because I mean... I mean, it's easy to forget because it's like I mean that happened in Rome. What does that Rome have to do with the U.S.? But it's like this is way before you know there was an America. I think that's what fast. That's what's so fascinating about it, and to know that Cleopatra had a baby by like two of the most powerful men in Rome at the time, like I, I didn't know that. I didn't. I did not know. And then, and then that's not even like the best part of it. Like. Like they were saying in the documentary, it was like the Game of Thrones. Like her siblings, I didn't know Cleopatra came from a whole bunch of siblings. Like she had a whole bunch of sisters and a whole bunch of brothers. And I did not know that they were killing each other off for the throne. Like it's real, like I said before, check it out. It was really good. I mean, it was worth it. I think it's really sad that it got lower viewership because of the backlash it got. And the only reason why it got backlash is because Cleopatra's black. I'm going to say it again. That's the only reason why people were upset is because Cleopatra's not white in this documentary. She's black. I mean, it's so obvious, but it wasn't bad. It was very informative. It was very interesting, and I suggest you watch it. It wasn't bad. Like, check it out. And then the other documentary I got to see was um, Anna Nicole Smith, You Don't Know Me. Like, it just released, like, the last, the previous weekend. And, like, once I heard that, I had to check it out because. Anna Nicole Smith is my sun sign, Sagittarius, like, that's... And I love Anna Nicole Smith. Um, hands down to this day, she had... She's... Her guest ads from the 90s are the best ads guest has ever done. Like, she looks amazing, like... Um, but, I mean, I, I, I've i always known things about Anna Nicole's life. I followed her, so I, I knew, like, most of the story. And, I mean, they're really... I mean, there was a few things in this documentary, like, I'm not, that one, I'm not going to give you guys any spoilers about, I think you guys should check that one out on, on you know, for yourselves, but it was really good, um, really, it, I mean, it was the, the typical Hollywood story, girl comes from a small town, she gets, you know, into Hollywood, The Hollywood, you know, doors open for her, and basically, the, the lifestyle eats her up, like, you know she got caught up in the lifestyle basically i mean if we want to keep it real that's basically what the documentary showed she became a whole different person when she you know got caught up in hollywood after you know blowing up from the guest ads and the playmate you know the playboy playmate of the year type of stuff so um yeah um but it was really good i think people should check it out that was a really good documentary too um I don't know why, but I did not know um Anna Nicole Smith was from Mahia, Texas. Um, M E X I A, Mahia, Texas. I did not know that she was from Texas. I don't I don't know why. I should have known that. She gives you Texas. <laughs> She's big and full of life and happy, like yeah, so um, that was a good documentary. You guys should really check that one out. That one's also on Netflix. But those were two things that I checked out this weekend that I was like, oh, I have to check that out. You know, I, I wanted to watch that. And then I wanted to talk about it a little bit. And then um, there was another one that came out. It's called Love to Love You Donna Summer. I, I, you know, just for people, FYI, for people out there, I love... Rock docs, documentaries about rock stars, any rock star, really. I'm open to watching any type of documentary about, you know, musicians, bands, artists. Like, I think it's very interesting to see people's stories and how they got to where they were and, you know, the steps that they took and the things that they went through. So that one I did miss. And that one came out on HBO Max, the Love to Love You uh, Donna Summer I want to check that out, I'm going to check that out And when I do, I'm going to tell you guys about it, okay So let's go ahead and get into the hot topics For the previous week, which was May 15th to May 21st Um, we're just going to start off with a shout out uh, Martha Stewart is the Oldest Sports Illustrated Swimsuit issue Cover model in history at 81 years old, first of all, Martha Stewart does not look 81 She looks good, you know Shout out to her, um the photo shoot looks beautiful the cover looks beautiful it looks tasteful she's not it looks very very she doesn't look 81 she looks good she looks very um refreshed i'm i don't know if it's natural i don't really care but she looks good it it doesn't i mean she doesn't look like she's had any work done but i mean you never know it's hollywood smoking mirrors you know how it goes but I just wanted to give her a shout out because that's that's pretty freaking awesome for 2023 and the time and age we are now. Since everybody wants to age shame, people want to call people that are only in their 40s grandma, which makes no sense to me. And then half the time, the people in their 40s look better than these 20-year-olds. So it's just, it makes me just scratch my head. I just want to give her a shout out because we live in such a society where people are quick to age shame. So shout out to you, Martha for having the cover, the swimsuit cover at that, the swimsuit issue. Everybody wants to be on the swimsuit issue. Um, So shout out to you. Congrats. And the pictures look really, really good. All right, going on to the next story. Taylor Swift gives free tickets to fan harassed by security guard at her heiress tour. I had to talk about this because I always love when artists look out for their fans. There is no better way to build longevity and a connection, and if you want to have a real career in this business, in the you know entertainment business, is to always look out for your fans, make a connection with your fans, you know, always have a, you know, like a personal type of. And honestly, the only celebrity, if we want to keep it real, the only celebrity that keeps like that that is very personal with their fans and talks to their fans all the time is Nicki Minaj. Nicki, Minaj, hands down, Nicki Minaj. She is the only celebrity that checks in with her fans monthly and talks to them personally. No one else is doing that. No one else does that. No one else is interacting with their fans like that. Beyonce doesn't even talk to her fans. She doesn't even get on social media. And that, I mean, that's saying a lot, but that for me, you know, and then on top of that all, Nicki Minaj is on Twitter, like the most toxic place. I mean, I love Twitter. I stay out of, you know, I try to stay out of the drama. People do try to come for me for the things I say. But I let them know to get out my comments. You know, you're in my my space where I can say where I want to say. So I don't know why you're replying to what my opinion is. Just ignore it. Keep scrolling. There's a lot of stupid stuff I see on Twitter. I'm not even gonna curse, but there's a lot of stupid stuff I see on Twitter where people are talking about people (laughs) that are saying things that are not true or factual at all about you know people I, I I really like like Nicki Minaj or Britney Spears or Beyonce, and I don't even I don't even like, I used to. I'm not even gonna lie. When it first, like, Twitter first came out, well, when fr- Twitter first came out, first of all, it was fun. And I think it was fun because it was new. It was a new space. Everybody was connecting with each other. I think it was just an exciting time for, like, oh, my God, we have this new platform, this new thing that we can, like, you know, connect with different people from all around the world. And um, and celebrities. It was, like, the first time you could really, like, talk to celebrities um you know via the internet and that you can you would really get a response you know um fast forward i don't even know, know how many years but what twitter came out in like 2010 2009 2010 around that time so i would say twitter got toxic like after 2017 2016 2017 2018 like it's now it's just toxic all people want to do is get like angry people just want to get on there talking about other people it's sad but um like I was saying before back to what I was saying you I mean that's a fact Nicki Minaj is the like number one celebrity that is like interacting with her fans you know personally on the internet like she's like the only one that's doing that I just wanted to point that out but Back to the story. Page six reports. Taylor Swift gave free tickets to a fan who was harassed by security during her heiress concert in Philadelphia. Okay, Swift gave the fan the opportunity to see the show, her show on Sunday the next night um, for free on May 14th. Um, The fan says it was the best way to spend Mother's Day. Swift interrupted her concert Saturday night, noticing a security guard was yelling at the fan. Swift called out the guard and screamed at him to stop. She's fine. She wasn't doing anything. The guard was escorted out of the premises. So she basically got, she got rid of the guard right then and there. But the kicker is um, reports later, um, you know, later reports came out and it, it came out that that so-called security guard was a volunteer he volunteered to be a security guard at the show and the only reason why he did it was because he wanted to get free tickets to a taylor swift show he didn't want to pay for the price so he really was a taylor swift fan just there to watch the show but anyways my point is shout out to taylor swift i think that's awesome whenever artists do things for the fans are always looking out for the fans that's how you build you know longevity that's how you build uh, years in the game that's how you you stay relevant is when you you are always you know showing love to your fans genuinely and always in always looking for you know looking out for them for her to like stop her show and call out the con you know call out the security guard at her concert and tell him you know he was wrong for what he did you know that's dope but that's all i wanted to you know i just wanted to shout taylor taylor swift out for that all right moving on britney spears's sons want to move to hawaii with kevin Federline. Okay. Page six reports: Brittany's teenage sons, Sean Preston and Jaden, plan to move to Hawaii with their dad, Kevin Federline. Um, they say the move is to escape the publicity surrounding their mother in L.A. And then Federline has sent a letter through his attorney to ask Brittany whether she'd be open to the boys living full time in Hawaii. Um, they want a response by uh, they want they well they wanted a response by the end of the previous week. So that would have been on May. What they would have. Would have they would have wanted a response by what May nineteenth, because the twentieth was Saturday. Sunday was the twenty-first. So yeah, by May nineteenth of last week, I. Um, we'll see in the next episode if they got a response. But I. Something tells me I think he's gonna do like a little push, a little pushback. I have a feeling she's going to make it hard for them. She I think eventually she's probably going to let them do what they want to do, but I think she's going to give a little push. She's going to not make it easy too easy for them. I don't know. We'll see. But um so um Britney but like I was just saying before Brittany could object, this is what they're saying like she could say no, and if she does, then the Federal Lines attorney will go to court and ask permission from the judge who is likely to rule in, in Federal Lines um to to rule in Federal Lines favor, um, and then they'll just ask permission from the to judge, and, um, the reason why it would be in Federal Line's favor is Brittany has not seen her sons, um, in more than a year. She hasn't seen the boys in more than a year. So, um, allegedly the boys want to leave, like, this is their decision, they want to move to Hawaii, um, and the reason why they're moving is their stepmother uh has a job offer at a university in hawaii and federal has dj opportunities because we all know he doesn't do nothing <laughs> and they're looking to leave la in july oh how the tables turn it's funny to me that this man has brainwashed his sons into you know basically having a problem with their mom or trying to make money off of her you saw that he had them recording videos of her without her knowledge so and then released them thinking the public was going to be on his side but all those all those videos revealed was that britney spears is a normal you know woman a normal mother trying to get respect from her teenage sons and i mean it's just i i think britney's going to try to object you know she's going to try to put some I don't know, but you never know Maybe she'll be like, you know what, if this is your decision This is what you guys really want to do Then go ahead, you know Maybe LA is too much for you guys And, you know, maybe she will agree But we'll see, I mean, I'm gonna keep following this story Because this is crazy I I did not know that First of all, I did not know that um, She hasn't seen her sons In more than a year But I I mean, well Ever since they did that interview publicly Um, With whatever news station in Australia Where they sat down and talked about the conservatorship And Britney and all that stuff And she responded on Instagram like the following day Um, I knew that there was a strain But I did not know that she didn't Like she has not seen them at all But but continuing on with Britney Page 6 reports Britney has trauma from touring But she'll keep recording music Okay Now, this is what I want to hear. So sources say music is still Britney's pride and joy. And they're also saying for many years she was handed. uh, Well, she was handed grueling itineraries and made to perform even before the conservatorship. So it's just the scheduling. Like, I guess she's burned out. She's like, I'm not doing no more touring. I don't even think she's going to do a residency. I think she just she's probably going to just want to do, you know, release albums, singles And probably do, the closest we'll probably get to it is probably music videos. But I don't, yeah, I think she's done um, touring and, you know, doing live shows. I think she's burned out from doing that. But continuing on, um, her breaking point came in 2018 when uh, when her Las Vegas residency was over. But then her team decided to turn it into an international tour and added 30 more dates for the U.S. and Europe shows. Okay? So... She needed a break after doing the residency for four years and didn't get one. Then she was booked a second Vegas residency right after, okay? Um, Britney Spears' Piece of Me show grossed $137.7 million from 248 shows between 2013 to 2017. Now, I do remember that. I do remember like four years straight, she was like, back-to-back performing now in i mean it wasn't like four years straight straight but there were like week breaks like i I do do remember like she took a few weeks off but that's still not enough like four years doing straight residencies like yeah anybody would be burned out from doing that like and you don't like get to take like a long enough break to like recuperate from that yeah so it's it's understandable so hold on the second residency, Britney Dom, um, Domination, which was that was the one that her team like, you know, was about to schedule without, you know, right after she wanted a break, which is crazy to me. So um, Britney, she went to the premiere of the Britney Domination. I don't know if anybody remembers this back in like 2018 or was it 2019 one of them. And this is when she went to the premiere and she was like, you know, she came out on the steps and then she walked down the steps and she walked like straight off the red carpet. She passed like all the people with the microphones that wanted to interview her, like the press, the fans, like she walked straight off the red carpet and like jumped right into an SUV and went straight home. Like she was like, I'm not playing with you guys. I'm not doing this. That's when she, like, rebelled. That's when everything changed. I do remember that moment. I still remember that moment. And if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, look it up. Look up Britney Domination premiere in, like, 2018 on YouTube. And you will see, like, she comes out on the steps. And, like, they're about to do this big old announcement about her extending, you know, doing more shows in her residency. And then literally, while everybody's talking on microphones, Britney Spears is, like, walking down the stairs. And she's walking past everybody not talking like not even like 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 get out my face like i'm going home like i'm done but anyway it's going on her father Jamie Spears he sent her to a mental health facility before the residency launch date in 2019 because she did that because she walked straight off like she refused to do it he sent her to a mental health facility against her will these are this was one of the issues she was having with him during the conservatorship and then in 2021, Britney said in an, op, you know, in open court that her dad and managers should be in jail for punishing her when she did when, you know, when she said no to performances, when she did not want to do shows. Then her conservatorship was terminated. Sources say Britney has talked about recording again and has gotten plenty of offers. Some she's turned down already. OK, and some she's like thinking about. OK, so Britney's there's She's cooking up something. OK, and um sources are saying now that she's free again she gets to call the shots as we all know and she will do it at her own pace so there is a chance that miss britney spears the legendary britney spears will be making a return i hope so i really hope so i feel like nobody does pop music like britney spears (laughs) and i i'm not trying to be i'm just saying in my opinion like she's my favorite person. When I'm in the gym, you know who I'm listening to. I mean, I listen to a, a mixture of things. It's not just Britney Spears, but if I really am focused and I really want to get a nice body and I'm I'm really like putting myself in that mindset, oh yeah, baby, Britney is in my headphones. I'm going in in the gym. I'm going crazy. I'm going hard to Toxic. Okay, like that beat, you just don't want to stop. Like her music just makes you want to keep going. Like, like I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Like. And I just, I just, I mean, like, I feel like she perfected, she stayed in one lane and perfected it. You know what I'm saying? She wasn't all over the place. Britney Spears didn't try R&B. She didn't try, you know, she, she stayed in pop. And then she did di- different versions of pop for different albums, you know? And I thought, I think that's so dope. I, th- I hope she does continue making music because I'm sure I'm going to be working out to whatever she releases. Like, I'm always working out to her but anyways moving on okay on to the next topic Beyonce teases new hair care line about time um page six reports on Tuesday May 16th last week Beyonce teased she's in the process of creating a hair care venture in honor of her mom Tina Knowles Lawson Tina owned a popular hair salon in Houston in the 90s. Beyonce revealed her first job was sweeping hair in her mama's salon. We all know that. That's like the oldest story. She used to tell that all the time when she was in, you know, Destiny's Child before she went solo. Um, But Beyonce says she was exposed to so many different kinds of entrepreneurial women in her mom's hair salon. Um, So she says having learned so much. On her hair, her own hair journey, um, her own hair journey. Uh, she's always dreamed of carrying on her legacy, and she can't wait for us to tr- to experience what she's been creating. So I already know she's creating something like that's gonna change the game as far as hair care. Her and Miss Tina, they're gonna come up with something. I already know. I could feel it. I just have a feeling. But um, when she post when she posted this um, announcement on her Instagram, she also posted a photo of herself in the mirror. I don't know if anybody's seen it. Um, she was curling her hair, and if you pay attention to the, like her right side in the picture, you see a whole bunch of like bottles with labels on them. Like you could tell they're like um, samples. You could tell like she's doing product, like she's you know doing mixes and you know different um, formulas. You could you could just tell like she's really trying to come up with something like some good hair products, you know, like a good hair care line, which I'm excited for. I can't wait to see what she comes up for, um she comes up with. Sorry. Um but um that's exciting. That's really exciting because everybody knows Beyoncé for her hair. Everybody loves Beyoncé for her hair. So that's like the perfect thing. Like I think no shade, there's like certain people or artists or that should have been, you know, came out with, you know, certain things that you know, it's part of their brand. Like a hair care line is a hair care venture is perfect for Beyonce. Everybody knows Beyonce for her hair. Like her hair is always laid. She has like the best weaves. Like she's her hair is always bomb. Um, just like Nicki Minaj. I think Nicki Minaj should come out with a, a beauty line. If we want to be frank, I, she's one of the beautiful, one of the most beautiful women in the world. Like no no shade. Like dead ass. Like we're not gonna keep it real on here. So, it would make perfect sense if she came out with like a, a beauty line. Like she should have been one of the first people to do that. Just just saying. But anyways, continuing on with Beyonce. Page 6 reports B B well, Beyonce and Jay-Z paid $200 million. $200 million for their new home in California. It's the most expensive house ever sold in the state's history. It's a 30,000 square foot Malibu property designed by Japanese master architect Tadao Ando. He also created Kanye West's 57.3 million mansion. Um, The mansion that they just bought for $200 million. It's an all concrete home perched atop the Malibu cliffs that took 15 years to build. Oh my God. And... I've seen pictures of it, and let me just say, it looks it looks like an outdoor mall. It doesn't even look like a home. It looks like a shopping center. That's how big it is. It really is, and I mean, it's beautiful. And it is. It sits like right on top of a hill on the cliff of like the Malibu Ocean, like well, the Pacific Ocean. So it's like it's 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 like it's stellar. It looks like a two hundred million dollar home. I will say that. Um, The property overlooks the Pacific Ocean, like I said before, and it was actually listed for two hundred ninety five million dollars. So they got a deal. And then it came out that they paid two hundred million dollars cash cash. I'm gonna say that again. Two hundred million dollars cash. Baby. And, And, you know, the gag is I think they did that on purpose like for this to come out because you know everybody's been clowning Beyonce because of the whole IRS report if you don't know what I'm talking about listen to the previous episode the first episode of the season that I just released last week Beyonce had she really didn't have no troubles with the. I won't say she has troubles with the IRS she's challenging the IRS there's a difference okay nobody's saying she doesn't have the money to pay obviously she doesn't because she just paid 200 million dollars cash with her husband on this two hundred. 90, it's actually $295 million home, but they got a deal for $200 million. That's a lot of money. And then cash? Who's counting that? Dang. That's a lot of money. But anyways, continuing on. Also, the second most expensive real estate contract in the country is this $200 million home that Jay-Z and Beyonce bought. Um, the first most expensive real estate contract in this country is a New York City apartment. That sold for $238 million, which is the number one most expensive um, real estate contract in the US, which is ridiculous. Who's paying $238 million for an apartment? People are crazy with their money. I, I, it's, oh, wow. Okay, so, anyways. The house resembles, from one of the angles that I saw, I've seen pictures of the house, and it kind of does resemble Beyonce and Jay-Z's favorite number, which is, if nobody knows, it's four. Everybody knows that their favorite number is four. Four. Um, Now, the couple, they also have a $88 million Bel Air home and a $26 12,000 square foot mansion in the Hamptons. as as what they currently have in their uh, real estate portfolio which is doing I mean that's like crazy 200 million dollars cash that's a lot of freaking money like I just can't believe like people are paying that in cash like who's like I said before who's counting that all right well moving on Meghan Markle Prince Harry involved in near fatal paparazzi chase in New York City all right, page um, page six reports, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle were, were involved in a near catastrophic two-hour paparazzi chase in New York City on Tuesday night, which was May 16th. Um, Markle's mother was also with them and they were pursued by photographers after leaving a theater in Manhattan. Um, they, di- uh, they ditched their original vehicle and jumped into a yellow cab to throw off the photogs, um, but it did not work. Um, An insider alleges one cameraman hit a car while almost another ran over an NYPD officer during the chase. Um, And reports are saying that the British royal family has not checked in on the couple, uh, which we knew that was going to happen. I I don't even I don't cover the British royal family. I'm going to keep it on 100 with you guys out there. I feel like. Meghan Markle situation really showed, um, England, Great Britain, the royal family, that whole Marnox uh, true colors, and, um, yeah, and I think ever since the queen died, it's all gone downhill now, <laughs> I don't think anybody, like, cares anymore, like, I don't know, it just, but back to the, 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 um, the chase, um, I believe it happened, you know, you gotta remember, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry are, like, the hottest thing right now, paparazzi is, like, on their tail, always trying to get, you know, the hottest snaps of them, like, they are, you know, it's believable for me, you know, and so when I hear, like, Whoopi Goldberg on The View saying, oh, that's not possible in New York City, well... I don't think, photog- you know, I don't think paparazzi is chasing you down, but I do believe that they will chase down Prince Harry and Meghan for <laughs> photos, so, yeah, and, uh, you know, anybody that's trying to debunk what they're saying or say it's not true, I, I, I don't believe that, I do believe Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, I don't think, they don't, they're genuine people, they're non-problematic, non-problem- they're cool as heck, they don't, They you know, they don't bother nobody, and I feel like it's really sad that you know, um, people just take shots at them for no reason. Just for them voicing their story or telling their side of, you know, of what happened, telling the truth. Anyways, moving on to the next story. Elvis Presley Enterprises. This one is good, okay? This one I really wanted to get into because this, this one is, like, crazy. Like, the whole Presley dynasty, it's like all coming to light. But anyways, let me continue. So Elvis Presley Enterprises and Priscilla Presley come to a settlement agreement over Lisa Marie Presley's trust. Yes, her trust. Um, but Priscilla, the, the, the one thing is, um, the one little stipulation that they <laughs> did not allow Priscilla was, she was denied a burial spot next to her late ex-husband Elvis, okay? So page six reports, Priscilla Presley was denied her request to be buried next to her late husband, Elvis Presley, at his estate, um, Graceland, in Memphis, Tennessee. Okay, so during the negotiation talks for her late daughter, Lisa Marie Presley's trust, Lisa Marie is buried at Graceland next to her son, Benjamin Kehoe. Um, I don't know if you guys remember, he um, committed suicide. Um like a f- like few years ago it was like twenty seventeen twenty eighteen I want to say he committed suicide um yeah and and then years later uh Priscilla i mean Lisa Marie, take that back uh but Lisa Marie, she had a a cardiac arrest, but they said she was not doing well and and if you see photos like right before she passed, she did not look the same. you could tell she definitely um Was affected by her only son. This was her only son that passed. You know, she has one boy and um, three girls. So um, she really took that one hard, And and you can see it on her when you see like the photos of her before her passing. She doesn't even look like the same Priscilla Presley like I'm used to seeing. You know, she looked. She didn't look there. I don't know. You guys have to. If you look like if you Google the photos of her and her mom like doing like little press stuff. Right before she died, you you just... Something was off. Something was off, you know. But, you know, the, the Presleys, they know how to handle, you know, drama behind the scenes without it getting out. Like, they're very good at keeping, you know, the business. Like the Jacksons, keeping the business in the house. But anyways, continuing on. Elvis's grandparents are also buried in the garden at the estate. Um, only detail we know of the settlement is that Priscilla was given millions. So they paid priscilla presley millions at elisa marie's trust that's what the fight was over but continuing on um details of the settlement like i said before were not revealed but both parties will file a motion to seal the agreement so they want this hush hush let's just seal it and move on okay um lisa marie's eldest daughter is riley kehoe um, the actress. I don't know um, you guys. Okay, so she's on that Amazon show, uh, The Daisies and the Six. That show inspired by the sixties, I guess. Um, I haven't watched it. Heard things about it, but I haven't watched it. And she also was in that movie, Zola and Lola and Zola. Something that one movie about the black girl and the white girl that had a crazy trip in Florida. A story about pimps and prostitution and all that stuff. Anyways, like I was saying before, she's an actress. And she is the sole living beneficiary of her mother's trust, Lisa Marie's trust, and she is very content. Sources are saying she is very content with the agreement that was reached with Priscilla Presley. Okay, so I want I want you guys to remember if we're gonna go back like fast, you know, rewind back like I guess if you know like uh, probably last year we're gonna go rewind back to back last year. Okay, so you got to remember Riley, the granddaughter, okay, and Priscilla, the grandmother. We're battling in court, four months, okay, Priscilla contested Lisa Marie's will in January of this year, um, she claimed that a 2016 amendment, which kicked her and, what, what it, the, the amendment, the 2016 amendment that was made on the will kicked Priscilla Presley and a business manager out as trustees, okay, like cutting them off, okay, but Priscilla was saying that, That amendment was not legitimate due to a questionable signature. So she was saying that the signature did not match Lisa Marie's signature. So she, you know, she contested it in January of this year. Um, Sources say Priscilla and Riley are not on speaking terms. That is pretty obvious. I have not seen them together. The last time I seen them photographed together was probably when the Elvis movie was coming out. (laughs) Um, That that um, that. You know, the one with uh, Austin Butler, the guy that played him. Like, he did a really good job, too. But I saw that movie. I don't know if anybody else saw that movie. I saw that Elvis Presley movie. First of all, it didn't seem like a biopic. It seemed like one giant, like, a long-ass music video. All the flashiness and the... I mean, but it was kind of, like, all over the place. I'm not even going to lie to you. I mean, but it was good. And the guy that was acting like Elvis, he, I mean, the guy that was that played El- Elvis, he did a really good job. Like he was really believable. Um, probably the best, I'm not gonna lie, the best Elvis portrayal I've seen out of all of them. He did, he did really good. Um, but the movie was kind of like all over the place. It was, it was like one big ass music video, like a long ass music video. It was just flashy and kind of like the shots were just like flash, flash, flash. Like it was it was just a lot. It was a lot. I don't know. I mean, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't the best, but the actor that played him did a good job and Tom Hanks did a good job too, Both they, they did great. The actors did really great. I just guess, I guess how it was edited and released was kind of like all over the place. But anyways, continuing on, sources say Priscilla and Riley, like I was saying before, they're not on speaking terms. Sources say Priscilla's efforts when she did that, <laughs> when she contested the uh, will, Sources are saying that that was a money grab. Basically, saying like, and sources, well, they also were saying that Lisa and Priscilla weren't on speaking terms before her death, before she passed. And that, and you know what? You can kind of tell that in the body language. Like I was saying before, if you see the photos before she passed, like when she was going to all the award shows, um, Lisa Marie, you could just kind of tell her and Priscilla, their body language even read, like, Something was going on. Like, they weren't, it didn't look like the mother and daughter, the happy-go mother and daughter that are so close and so lovey-dovey. All the, it didn't look like that. Something changed. Something shifted in that relationship. And I don't know, man. And then you got, so, okay. So you got Priscilla, the grandmother. She basically went after her daughter's trust to get money out of it. Because she was basically being kicked off the whole Presley, you know, enterprise. She wasn't going to get no more. It's, it's This is crazy. It, it's like it, very interesting and crazy. But, okay. So, um, sources are saying that Lisa Marie was said to have blown through her $100 million fortune that her daddy left for her. That Elvis left for her. Okay. So, um, I hope there's still money in the trust for her, <laughs> for the three da- the, um, the three granddaughters that are left. Because Lisa Marie, she does. She has two daughters, um, two twins, and Riley, the oldest, that that are left behind. And might I say, if you guys haven't seen Riley Kehoe, go look at her and um, her brother that passed. Um, did I say his name? Yeah, Benjamin. Look at their photos. First of all, the Presley uh, Priscilla jeans are strong. Okay, because Benjamin he looks like his grandfather. He looks like Elvis, and Riley she looks like Priscilla when she was young, just taller, but she has a good head of hair. That's one thing you can. Priscilla has always had a good head of hair. Okay, just and she passed that down to Lisa Marie, and Lisa Marie passed that down to her daughter. They, those three women they've always had a good, good head of hair, like thick, full. Shiny, it just pretty ass hair, okay? And Riley, they do. It's crazy. Like they all look like (laughs) Priscilla and Elvis, (laughs) Riley. But I mean, that's genetics, duh. You know, it's 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 common for the grand grandkids to look like their grandparents. That's like every family has that, so it's nothing new. But um, I just find it fascinating, like looking at their pictures. I'm like, oh my god, you know, Riley. You could definitely tell that she's from the Presley, you know, the oldest grand, you know, the the eldest granddaughter. You could definitely tell she's from the Presley line because she looks just like Priscilla Presley. She looks just like her to me. And the son, Benjamin, the one that passed away, he looks just like Elvis. Like you could tell that they are some Presley kids, okay? But like I was saying before, it's just crazy that like all that is crazy like I, I did not know that there was drama in the Presley, you know, uh, enterprise. <laughs> but moving on. All right. Jonathan Majors was um, he has been seen. He OK, so I, I guess it's official. He's been seen with Megan Good with rumored girlfriend Megan Good amid assault claims. OK, um, I've seen the pictures. So the pair, they were seen for the first time together boarding a flight from New York City to Los Angeles on Saturday, May 20th. And they were seen chatting and holding hands, waiting in line to grab something to eat. Jonathan Majors is 33, which I did not know. He looks older than 33, but um, he's 33. And Megan Good is 41, Okay, which I did not know that. I did not know Megan Good was 41 either you know to be honest i thought they were all around my age my age is 36 so um i don't know if i believe this couple like with everything if you have not heard the allegations the assault allegations the claims that are up against this young you know dude um, it's on the previous episode the first episode of this season um of last week well not the the week before last Um, The first episode, um, I basically spoke about all the claims, the assault claims, the cases that are pending against him. um, And how they're saying, sources are saying that Megan Good is just for publicity. It's a PR stunt. You know, Um, it is. It's just kind of interesting. Because Megan Good doesn't look, if if you are familiar with Jonathan Major's type or, you know, the girlfriends he's had. Um, I've seen nothing but Caucasian women So It is interesting that he's now dating Megan Good Not saying that, you know, maybe he has dated black girls I don't know his dating history But I'm just saying, at a time like this It's, it's just interesting that After all these claims of these women saying you, you you, know, you put your hands on them That you're dating Megan Good now It's just, I don't know But um, if it's real, and if they are really dating And like each other, and are into each other Then good for them um, Just wanted, you know, to report that They have been seen out together Because, I mean, when I reported about it on the first episode Nobody really, you know, you just heard about it It was just, you know, made like an, an a statement was released <laughs> That they were dating But nobody like seen them together publicly um, So now we got photos Seeing them out together Holding hands, you know, all lovey-dovey I'm gonna continue following that story Because I want to see what's going to end up happening with Mr. Majors. I hope um I hope everything's dropped. I hope he gets to, co- you know, continue his career. You know, I want to think the best for him because he was like he was on his way baby. He's like a shooting star. He was about to, you know, about to take off. Like I'm dead serious. Like he's had such like the the past 2 3 years he's had such a strong career, like strong roles, doing his thing, acting down like I give him his props as an as an actor in his craft. He's 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 very good at what he does. Like he he can act. Like I like watching him in movies and TV shows. Like he he's good at what he does. So I'm hoping that the outcome will be in his favor. I hope, um, but we will see. I will continue, con- you know, following up on that and seeing what's going on with uh, Mr. Majors and Miss Good, and uh, hopefully we see more pictures of them out together or maybe we can see some red carpet like they'd be on the red carpet together that would be awesome to make it like really really official all right that was all the topics for this week okay so make sure you subscribe share and like on apple Podcasts, amazon music spotify and youtube make sure to follow the chest and podcast on instagram facebook and twitter take care of yourself take care of each other a new episode will be uploaded next tuesday thank you peace